On today's episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand, I got a chance to chat with Lexi Godlewski, who calls herself a soulpreneur. She is just an incredible person, a really incredible perspective about, you know, why you're in business. And we really talked about, you know, leading from the heart. And I think that that is, it's incredible because you see the companies that do lead from the heart and you see how incredibly powerful it can be. And so she actually walked us through some practical ways that you can lead from the heart and what that looks like. And we talked about some examples honestly I I just thought that this was an incredible podcast I was actually on her podcast as well talking about how in our businesses we really try to lead from the heart and I'm sure if you guys have listened to this for a while you know that stuff is really really important to me so yeah I hope you guys get a lot out of this one At Mindful Marketing, we know that you want your brand to be successful. In order to do that, though, you need to predictably acquire new customers. The problem is Facebook and Google are only getting more expensive, which makes you feel unsure of whether your brand will survive. We believe that building a community of loyal and repeat customers is the answer. We understand how hard it is to predictably grow a brand, which is why we have created a system using our own mid-seven-figure e-commerce brand as a test case. And here's how we do it. Number one, we execute a profitable ads strategy. Number two, we build a brand-owned loyal base of repeat customers. And number three, we grow exponentially, predictably, and consistently. So download our free sales launch checklist at mindfulmarketing.co slash SLC so you can stop having sales that bomb and instead grow your revenue predictably and exponentially. I am here with Lexi Godlewski, a marketing strategist and coach as well. Lexi, welcome to Secrets of Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand. Yes. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> I really hope I said your name right. I think it's one of these things like uh, that I think about <laughs> quite often that I just get everybody's name wrong. I don't mean to. I really respect people. I do. I just have a problem with names sometimes. <laughs> No, trust me, I'm the same way, especially when it comes to remembering names, but you did nail it. You hit the nail right in the head. It was perfect. Yes. Okay. Okay. And Lexi, that's a a name that uh, that I'm going to remember. All that to say, Lexi, uh, tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do, why you're on an e-commerce podcast uh, talking about what you do. Yeah, definitely. So I am Lexi Godlewski. As you mentioned, I'm a marketing strategist and a coach. And really at my core, I am a transformer. So ultimately throughout my entire life and now in my business, I help entrepreneurs transform their lives and their businesses with soul aligned strategy, marketing, funnels, all the good stuff. And I really take this heart-based approach in my marketing that I believe is so necessary in today's economy. So to share with you a little bit about where I started and and kind of how I got into all of this is that all my life, I kind of followed this path that I was quote unquote supposed to take. And I, you know, went to school, went to college, did all the extracurriculars, got the good grades, did the internships and so on and so forth. And so my senior year of college, I was doing this internship with this HR consulting firm and I was doing marketing work for them and that type of thing. And one of the consultants who worked there, her job just seemed really cool to me. So I spoke up one day, I was like, Hey, would you want to like get drinks with me after work? I just want to learn about what you do. It seems awesome. Like fill me in. And so she said, yes. And we sat down and we ended up having this conversation. I asked her, I said, you know, what is it that you do? It just seems really cool to me. And she said, you know, I work as a consultant for this company, but I also run my own life coaching business on the side. And my ears perked up because I'd never heard of life coaching up until that point or anything like that. And so I asked her, I said, what was that? And, And she explained it to me. And so long story short, like her and I created this barter. And so as a senior in college, she was coaching me. And in return, I did her marketing for 
for her for her coaching business, which awesome. was really cool and kind of set me up for the next phase of my life. So after I graduated college, you know, I was still working with her. I got a full-time marketing job fresh out of college and was doing really well in it. Like I had gotten a promotion. I got two pay raises. I was hiring someone to work underneath me all within like 10 months of this job. So on the outside, it was all well and grand and everything looked great on the outside. You know, I had the, I was exceeding my career. I had the pay raises. I had all of these nice things. And on the inside, I was so unfulfilled. Mm -hmm. And so just did not enjoy what I was doing. And at that point I was only 22 or 23. And I was questioning myself, like, you've got to be kidding me, right? Like I just yeah. worked my butt off all my life to get to this pinnacle point of like getting a full-time job. And that's like the, you've made it point that I worked for all my life. And then just to find myself miserable and unfilled and searching for more was mm. really a big wake up call for me. And so from that point, I was still honestly working with the same coach and I knew all my life that I wanted to become an entrepreneur and I wanted to have my own business and, you know, create the lifestyle that I wanted and all of these things. And so I had made the decision to quit my job and start my own business. And that's ultimately what I did. And I started doing marketing for other entrepreneurs and other people. And I started originally just doing website design and just different like graphic design projects and that type of thing just to make ends meet. And that kind of naturally grew over time because originally when I got into this, I wanted to similarly be a life coach and life coach people. And so I went to a, a school to learn how to be a life coach and they taught you, you know, how to coach and how to help people and, and that type of thing. But what's interesting is they never taught you how to market your coaching business. Mm. And so I was like, all right, so I have all these skills. I have all this knowledge. What do I do with it? Like, <laughs> how do I actually turn this into something now? And that brought me down the, into a whole rabbit hole of studying even more deeply marketing and marketing strategy and how to connect with people. And one of the things that I've learned throughout this whole journey is how powerful marketing is. And because it is essentially psychology, right? Like we're playing with human psychology. And because of that, like marketing is very powerful. And if it gets into the hands of people who are just in it for the money and are in it for the numbers, like they're going to use that and capitalize that. But there's also a way that you can use marketing for good and also use it to help people change their lives and to help sell them on, you know, why this thing is going to help them reach their goals or improve their lives or whatever it is. So I have been on a mission to really help a lot of entrepreneurs see that marketing can be used for good as well, because there's a mm. lot of, especially coaches I've come across who are afraid to market their business or their product or their service because they are thinking like they have a lot of those stories that just get in the way. And a lot of the like, who am I to do this? Or like, how can I charge that much or whatever it is. And so really helping people see how powerful marketing can be, especially when you start marketing from a heart centered place versus just being in it for the numbers and that type of thing. Awesome. Awesome. That's great stuff. So let's talk about how this is applicable to the founders and, you know, CEOs and those people who listen to this podcast. You know, I have a lot of people reach out that are kind of in that sort of place. It's something I feel like myself, you know, to be like really transparent. I feel like it's something that I've sort of been going through is like, you go your whole life thinking that you're going to reach this pinnacle and then you reach whatever that pinnacle was. And you're like, huh, that didn't really actually satisfy me. And especially at the financial pinnacles, right? You're like, oh my gosh, if I just get there, I'm, this is going to be incredible. I can't 
can't even imagine. And then you get there and you're like, huh, there's got to be more, right? There's got to be more. So the way that I feel, and this is going to be a question eventually, I promise you. <laughs> the way that, that I feel is like a lot of businesses start out with this money goal, right? Okay, mm-hmm. we're going to reach this level of profit and we're going to reach this level of revenue. And I think that those are wonderful things. That's yep. what really turns the world, you know, gives people jobs, gives people good lives, but they do that. And then they think, oh my gosh, now I have to make some social impact. Okay, what am I going to do? Let's talk about your view on that and maybe how you sort of try to turn that on its head. Yeah, definitely. So great question. Great points overall. And what I want to say first is first and foremost, I do not believe that money is bad. I think money is amazing. And I think money allows you to make a bigger impact in the world, allows you to serve more people. It allows you to put money back into advertising to grow your business. So I just want to start off by being really clear on the premise that I do not believe money is bad. I believe it's a great, great tool. And second, I believe that if you start with the goal of really understanding, first of all, why you're in business and why you're doing what you're doing, as well as who you're serving. And that was like a big mistake that I made right off the bat was that I didn't fully deeply understand who the person was that I was serving. Like I was way too broad in my focus on who my audience and who my dream customer was. Mm. And the more that I continued to niche that down and not only niche that down, but truly get into their shoes and fully understand like, who is this person? And not only the demographics of it, of their age and where they live and what they do as a job, but fully understanding like what are their concerns on a day-to-day basis? What are those problems that they face on a day-to-day basis? How is it that they talk? Like where do they hang out? And really deeply understanding my dream customer, the more that I'm able to then create products or services that are geared exactly for them. And when I start from that approach of first wanting to understand why I'm in it, why I'm in this business, who I'm here to help and am passionate about helping that person, then I'm going to, in my philosophy, my theory is that at the end of the day, you're going to make more money because you're putting your dream customer first and you're showing up from a place of wanting to serve them and wanting to help them and wanting to be the business or be the company that is there to help them solve their problem. And you show that you care about them, which makes such a big difference than just being in it for the numbers and just trying to grow your business to hit a certain number. Because when you show that you actually care about your dream customer and you show that you're actually there to want to help them change their life or improve their life, like they are going to build such a deeper relationship with you and get to know, like, and trust you and want to buy from you again Mm. so much more than when you're just trying to sell them something real quick. Like when you actually take the time to build that relationship with your dream customer, it's going to pay you tenfold over the years than just being in something for a quick sale. Mm. And it's really, I mean, what you're talking about is empathy, right? Like having actual empathy for your customers and figuring out what they actually need, what their fears are, why this product that you're creating solves that rather than just like another piece of junk that they're going to buy because you're really good at marketing. And why it's different too, like why it's different than any other thing that might be similar on the market, you know, really getting clear on the things that make your business unique and the things that make you different from the other people on the marketplace and building that relationship up with your customer and showing them, you know, being super clear on why it's different is going to make you stand out tenfold from other products that might be similar to what you're selling. Lexi, let's talk about leading from the heart, right? So there's a lot of like, you know, like we said before, lots of founders and CEOs that listen to this podcast. What does that look like comparatively to the normal way that people lead, leading from a heart-centered 
sort of place? Because I think I know, but I think that you're probably going to define it a lot better. Yeah. So that's a great question. I think what you mentioned with empathy is really, that is a big part of it is leading with empathy as well as leading with just self-awareness and a place of wanting to serve and wanting to make an impact and wanting to help people. Because if you show your dream customers to, and you communicate that like, Hey, I'm not just in this for the money. Like I'm in this because I actually want to improve your life. And like, I have a product or I have a service that I believe in. And I think that's a really big key difference for a lot of entrepreneurs is that you'll see some who are just in the business of building their business because they want to sell it at the end of the day, which is totally fine. But I also have seen a major difference in the people who truly care about their product and like the problem that they're solving in the marketplace. And when that has such an impactful purpose and and inspires them, they're out there wanting to do whatever it takes to get their products to get it into people's houses and and to change people's lives because they truly are sold on it themselves and they believe in it themselves. So for me, heart-centered marketing means that you totally 100% believe in your product or service that you're selling as well as you know that it's going to make a difference in your customer's life. And so you do whatever it takes to get that word out there and to market from the place of wanting to help people and wanting to make a difference and wanting to make an impact. And then when you lead from that place, the money will come. (laughs) Like you will make at the end of the day, I believe much more money because you're in it to want to help someone and want to connect and improve someone's life versus just selling this, that, or the other thing. I think the great thing about that too, is that what happens with that is, you know, because I think that, you know, money is one of those interesting things that like, it feels like people sometimes think, you know, so you get to this certain level and you're like, oh, well now I got to get to that next level. And it's never enough. Mm right? When that is your goal and that is your aim in itself. Whereas when you're treating it like a tool, you're like, oh, awesome. Okay. Our company made $2 million this year. What can I do with that tool now to change more lives, right? Exactly. Hey guys, do you want the checklist that helped me generate $250,000 of e-commerce sales in 24 hours? If so, we're giving it away for free at mindfulmarketing.co slash s l see. Download that today. Exactly. Yeah. And I want to make a point too, because I'm starting to realize this more and more on the fact that there is like, this is going to sound weird, but there is nowhere to arrive to. Like all we have right now is the present moment. And like right now, if you're following your dreams and you're following something that lights you up and that makes you happy, you've made it. Like this is it right here and right now. Have you watched the new uh, Disney movie, Soul? Yes, I have. It's I watched all about it the other that. Day. I know. <laughs> I loved it. It was great. And it, uh, it's so, and that something that stuck with me from that movie too, is just how much they appreciated the little things at the end of the movie is like, they appreciated the time that the friends were spending together and watching, you know, the leaves for all of the trees and everything. And yeah. that's the biggest thing that I'm waking up to is like, there's never going to be a moment when you just wake up and you're like, oh my gosh, I made it. Because as soon as you get what you want, there's going to be something else that you want. Like that's just normal and that's natural. And that's what it means to be a human. So the more that we can come back to this present moment and feel appreciated appreciation for the fact that we're following our dreams, making it happen and we're succeeding and we're making an impact, the more fulfilling this entire journey is going to be. Because again, you're not just making it about the money metrics, which are a great way for you to just 
see how much that you're growing and use that as a benchmark for yourself. It's a good thermometer. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And the more that you can realize that like everything that you want is just right here, right now. So like, let's live today to the fullest versus worrying about the future or the past or anything like that. The more that you can fully enjoy and feel just the joy of the process and the journey and building your business and turning your dreams into a reality. Mm, This is great. I'm going to ask you a couple more questions here. Yeah. Can we talk about a couple of brands that you know of big, bigger brands that have done this and have been successful? Yeah, definitely. I will say right off the bat, one of my personal favorites that I think she is crushing the game is Sarah Blakely as Spanx. I think she hits the nail on the head. And honestly, I only buy Spanx now because of the way that she markets herself. And I truly believe so. I call my community soulpreneurs, people who lead with their heart first and then build Mm. the business. And so I truly believe that she is a soulpreneur because when she markets, if you go and watch her on Instagram, on LinkedIn, on anything, she leads with her story and she leads with her just authenticity. And she shows that she's real. She shows that she is passionate about her product and passionate about getting into the hands of women and helping them feel more confident and and all of these different things. And she's not afraid to show if she makes mistakes or sharing those Mm. stories and that type of thing. And because of that, like Sarah Blakely doesn't even know me right now, but I feel like I have built a relationship with her and I know like and trust her just from the way that she markets herself online. And because of that, I will only buy Spanx because because mm. I have, she has like built that relationship with me, even though we've never been in the same room together yet. That's great. That's awesome. This has just been such a great conversation. I'm going to ask you the question I have to ask every single guest yeah. because it's the name of the show. What is your secret to scaling? Secret to scaling, I would say number one, number one, number one is building those relationships because at the mm. end of the day, we are all humans and people are going to remember the way that you made them feel and the way that you have impacted their life or made a difference in their life. And right now, like I just continue to see it in the marketing space. I don't know if you see this, but I feel like every time there's a new social media app that comes out or whatever it is, like it's just more and more like peeling the layers off the onion where I see that you continue to see who someone really truly is on these social media apps. So I don't, have you heard? Yeah. It's it's the most basic thing you can think of. It's like, we just talk, that's it. But it's so fascinating because (laughs) on Clubhouse, I have joined some rooms, especially with marketers that are like, high profile marketers, listen to them for two minutes. And I'm like, wow, I never knew that this was what you were actually like, or this is how you actually spoke. Like it has given me such an insight to how people truly are and how they approach life and how they talk to people and everything like that, that I think we're continuing to just see that. And so number one thing is like, first of all, showing up and just being your authentic self, because there's going to be people who 100% resonate with that. And there's going to be people who are 100% turned off by that. And that's totally okay. Because the more that you just continue to show up as your authentic self, speak your message, share what you want to share, like your people will find you and they'll want to stay in your community. So the number Mm. one thing I would say is don't be afraid to be your authentic self as well as build those relationships with your community, with your customers. Because if you build those relationships, like I said, just with like me and with Sarah Blakely, they will want to continue coming back to your store. Even just, I think of like local grocery stores that I have a great experience going there. So I will make it a point to go out of my way to go to that grocery store now because I have a better experience and a better relationship with them than the grocery store that's right down the street, right? So if you can make your customer's journey and experience and build that relationship with them, that is my number one key that I highly, highly, highly recommend. 
Mm, that's great. We're going to move on to our lightning round here. Sweet. Yeah, it's very lightning-ish <laughs> and very difficult. So I try to really intimidate people. What is your favorite tool or app that you're using right now? Ooh, community right now for my texting oh. group. I love community. I highly recommend that. What is that? That is a texting platform. So you're able okay. to text your people. And so you have a whole text list. It's essentially the same thing as an email list, but with text and phone numbers and that type of thing. So I love it because I can send out group texts to people on my list and engage with them one-on-one. -on -one. And the conversion rates and everything have been really, really good for uh, the text list and everything. So that's my favorite tool right now. Oh, cool. Community. Yeah. Okay. Kind of like, kind of like Slack? Kind of like Slack, but it looks just like a text message. Like it comes on people's phones, just like a text from me as if they had my phone number. Yeah. So you have your own phone number and people text it and then you can engage with them one-on-one, -on -one, which is cool. My pen isn't working. I'm trying to write this down. <laughs> <laughs> Community. Okay. Okay. Community. Good. Abby, you make sure to remind me about this later. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Uh, favorite podcast that you're listening to right now? Favorite podcast. I would say one of my favorites has always been Russell Brunson's Marketing Secrets. And the reason why I like that is the authenticity that he shares in there. Like I really love, and that has inspired my podcast a lot, to be honest with you, because one of the things that I love about his podcast is that he will record it in different places and it he makes it feel like you are sitting there right next to him in the room with him, having this conversation with him. Mm. And so I, I really like the way that he does that. And it's just kind of real and raw and authentic. That's kind of more my vibe. So that has been one of my favorites from the start. Awesome. Awesome. That's great. Uh, this would be a great time to tell our audience about your podcast. Yeah, definitely. So I can't wait to have you on my podcast, to be honest yes. with you. He <laughs> is going to be on and it's going to be excellent. So my podcast is called Building My Empire and essentially documents my journey of building my business from the ground up. And the journey that I go through, the lessons that I learn, the people that I meet, I share it on the podcast and I just bring people with me on this journey of the lessons I experience and the ups and downs that come with entrepreneurship, which has been really fun. I've loved podcasting. It's been a really cool outlet for me. Yeah. I mean, I can't say enough good things about podcasting. I mean, if you want to start, you know, building a, like an authentic following, like similar to Sarah Blakely's up here, right? But if you want to start building that authentic following, podcasting is the way to do it. It's incredible. Sometimes I'll get, I just actually had a phone call right before this with somebody who'd been listening to the podcast for, they said like the last year. And it was like, they knew me. I'm like, how do you know me? Like, I just, I forget like, oh yeah. Okay. That's right. We have like 150 episodes. Okay. That's a lot of content. I know. It's so funny. That still gets me to this day. Anytime I get on the phone with someone for the first time and they're like, yeah, so I listened to your podcast episodes and I really resonated with X, Y, and Z. I'm like, oh, that's so cool to just start building a relationship with people before you even hop on the phone with them. It's absolutely incredible. So any e-com store owners out there who want to, you know, work on their personal brand, a podcast is just the most amazing way to do it. There's a third question to this lightning round. I know this okay. doesn't seem very lightning-ish, but in Canada, lightning's pretty slow. <laughs> <laughs> So the third question is, if you could sit down with anybody, they have to be alive, have some beer, wine, you know, January, probably just sparkling water, <laughs> who would it be? Oh, that is a great question. I am actually going to, so many options in my head. So I'm actually going to go with Sarah Blakely's husband, Jesse Itzler, because he is like, he is one that prioritizes life experiences and what he calls building your life resume, but has also been a tremendously successful entrepreneur. And, and he is someone that I would definitely love to sit down and have a conversation with and just hear even more of his stories and how he got to where he is today. Mm, that's great. Great answer. Thank you. I love that. Lexi, where can people find out more about you? 
So you can find me on all major social media channels at Lexi Godlewski. It's L-E-X-I-G-O-D-L-E-W-S-K-I. If you want more of my success secrets, you can also head over to 17successsecrets.com and grab a copy of my free book. And then my podcast, you can check Jordan out on my podcast very soon as well. Yes. Over at Building My Empire, which is on all major podcasting platforms as well. Ah, wonderful, wonderful. Well, thanks again so much for being on. I think our audience probably, I got a ton out of this. So I'm kind of hoping that our audience is similar to me and got a lot out of it as well and actually want to lead from that heart-centered place rather than just have this numerical figure that is never going to matter to them anyway in the future. (laughs) And like I said too, at the end of the day, when you lead from the heart, you're going to end up making way more at the end of the day anyways. It's a double win. Yeah. Love it. Thank you so much. Awesome. Thank you. Hey guys, we hope you really enjoyed today's episode. Can we ask you a favor? Hit subscribe so that you never miss an episode and share this with your e-commerce store owner friends. We also love reviews. So if you could leave us one on Apple podcasts, that would mean so much to us. Just a reminder from the beginning of the episode, our team at Mindful Marketing is rapidly growing and we have room for one new brand a month that's looking to grow. Now, before you apply, please note that we're only looking for businesses that are ready to scale and have the capacity and the inventory for a large influx of orders. This opportunity is only available to brands that have had at least one year of sales history and are ready for explosive growth. If this sounds like you, go to mindfulmarketing.co slash apply and start the process today. I hope you guys have a great week.